0: Welcome to another episode of I'm Chris the Dom One Podcast, episode 61. How you living? I'm living swell. This is sort of a rant, all right? Now, normally I don't do back-to-back episodes, okay? I may do two, possibly three in a week span, uh, but never back-to-back. So you you, you obviously know that this rant is going to be epic. It's going to be massive, and it's going to be very important, all right? Now, I could go in on the presidential debates, but I'm going to do that on a live stream on my YouTube channel. Uh, I'm Chris dom One. YouTube, go cop that. Check that out. Hit this uh, subscribe bell. I mean, hit the uh, subscribe to the channel. Hit the notification bell so you'll know when my next live stream or video goes down. I'm going to go nuclear on a comical tip about the presidential uh, uh, debates uh, a little bit later on today, all right? So, this rant, and I've been saving this because I kind of want uh, the people out there to fight for reality to sink in, and apparently it's not sinking in, and yes, I'm going after the gaming community, all right? These so-called, quote-unquote, gaming experts. These so-called, quote-unquote, gaming personalities. These so-called, quote-unquote, YouTube personalities that think they have influence and think they know a thing or two about the gaming industry, all right? A lot of these people say where there's smoke, there's fire. A lot of these people with aluminum tin hats on their heads, speculating, uh insinuating all types of of all types of manure that's been going on for the past couple of weeks all right so what am i talking about all right so ever since microsoft purchased bethesda you had all these naysayers you have all these people um exaggerating a little bit over exaggerating uh talking about what's the next step with microsoft preaching doom and gloom also putting in the air but not not really saying it but kind of leading people to the word called monopoly on how there's a possibility where microsoft could buy publishers developers studios things of that nature cornering the market all right and these what if scenarios what if microsoft bought sega what if uh microsoft bought square enix what if microsoft bought ea what if microsoft bought rockstar what if microsoft bought this what if microsoft bought that literally uh buying buying and uh, buying and acquiring all the studios deb- developers publishers that in the realm of making games that's uh, customary on your favorite platform all right uh, you know let's just be fair frank the xbox the xbox console isn't a primary console it hasn't been since the 360 uh, and it was uh, it was one point in the 360 era where the three where the 360 was the primary console of choice all right and then after sony cleaned house uh they scaled back a little bit they had a new vision for the ps3 they was on this winning streak and they've been on a winning streak ever since the playstation 1 and playstation 2 but they dominating uh, microsoft all right Even though Microsoft was was profitable, even though Microsoft was making a lot of money, even though Microsoft was swinging and making moves, when it comes to the console making business, they were struggling, all right? Uh, And I'm being very kind to them when I say they were struggling, all right? Ever since the PS3 caught up with the 360, it's been, the, the narrative has been, The PlayStation has been dominating the Xbox. And now, not only PlayStation is beating the drums off of Microsoft, but Nintendo is beating the drums off of Microsoft. All right. So this Bethesda acquisition. A lot of people are, you know, preaching doom and gloom and. Talking about how now, okay, and 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 a lot of and and then storylines came out about the PlayStation Five and how it was damaging to the place, the PlayStation Five and the Sony camp. Uh, talking about uh, basically, you know, enhanced versions you're going to have to pay for. You kept hearing all this, you know, storylines and how people were making these storylines into negative, uh, uh, negative, negative against Sony, uh, anti-consumerism a little bit earlier before the Bethesda purchase, how, you know, people were saying, uh, now all your, all the latest games are going to be locked behind a console wall, which traditionally has been going on since the era of console gaming. I don't understand why people are new to this, have no clue to this, now all of a sudden, uh, if you want to experience the next-gen games, you expect them to play these next-gen games on your current devices instead of upgrading and getting the next-gen console. Next-gen games, next-gen console, right? But that's locked behind a paywall. Okay, that's the narrative a lot of people were preaching and spewing out there, and how Microsoft is doing business now. Uh, you know, they're not, they're not leaving no gamers behind. So if you had the older devices, you'll be able to play Microsoft next-gen games. As long as you have Game Pass, uh, Phil Spencer tapping into the billion gamers. All right. And, uh, now it's sort of concrete now, even though it's not really official that the Bethesda games are going to be exclusive. Well, we're all pointing towards Exclusive. The only way you're going to experience these titles is through Game Pass. And I remember a couple of episodes ago where we were going either or. If these games are exclusives, what this means for Microsoft. If these games are multi-plat, what this means for Microsoft, okay? Uh, and the raw truth about the Bethesda get deal. I'm not going to go fully into the Bethesda deal Uh, you guys can check out the previous episodes about that, but nevertheless, everyone is talking, you know, now Mark, now Sony is experiencing, uh, stories. That's not very kind to Sony or the PlayStation five, the pre-order, uh, the pre-order mess the pre-order nightmare with the playstation 5 first with the first wave now with the second wave now news comes out later yesterday that there are some people in some parts of the world that's not even going to get a playstation 5 you heard you had news that amazon had to t- had to send emails to a lot of of their, uh, consumer saying that there's a possibility your PlayStation 5 is going to be delayed. There's a possibility that you may not even get a PlayStation 5, all right? Uh, so you got all that going on. You got scalpers. That's not very beneficial for Sony, even though Sony has nothing to do with that. But now they're on eBay selling these consoles for, uh, uh, for ridiculous amounts, all right? Trying, you know, and I understand a hustle has to make a profit too, all right? But all this negative news about Sony and the PlayStation Five, or news that's really not beneficial when you're trying to promote your next-gen console, and a lot of this, uh, some of this is, uh, some of this comes from the uh, from the Sony camp, duty noted, and some of this comes to uh, comes from other outlets. All right. But a lot of this stuff, uh, Sony has created for themselves, right? But a lot of this, uh, where there's smoke, there's fire, the tin hats analogy, the speculation, trying to curve people into saying the word a monopoly. Microsoft is going to have a monopoly in the gaming industry. With all that going on, Have anyone canceled their pre-orders? You would think with all of these storylines, and they're not very beneficial from Sony's standpoint, and you got all these fanboys who are championing their favorite device, uh, their favorite graphics card, all right? With all that going on, has anyone canceled their pre-orders? Have GameStop, Best Buy, Walmart, Target, even Amazon uh, sent uh, the customers, the consumers who did were, who were unable to get a PlayStation 5, have they sent you guys an email or sent you a phone call saying, hey, now we got some PlayStation 5s in stock? Have you ever went to the website, refreshed it? I know everybody has done this a time or two have went to the to the website refreshed it once refreshed it twice refreshed it three times hoping praying that that unavailable uh word at the bottom of the place in the 5 all of a sudden turns to available how many times have you have done that and it's still uh, unavailable so with all of this how is it uh, been a, how is it hurting the playstation 5 pre-orders now no one really knows what i'm about to say no one really knows all right the the pre-order numbers no one officially knows the pre-order numbers from microsoft perspective from sony's perspective and i feel like when we get closer to that count I feel like Sony is going to entertain the world on how many PlayStation 5 they already have pre ordered okay? Because they want to toot their own horn. Toot, toot. But on the Microsoft perspective, you can already tell what the narrative is going to be floating over there. They're going to be saying, and, you know, they have consistently done this, by the way. They're going to be saying... Well, we're not really in the console-making business. Those numbers, we, we really don't talk about. I mean, we're in... As far as stats and numbers go, our statisticians are constantly uh, putting effort on how many subscriptions we have for Game Pass. And as of right now, we have 15 million active uh, subscriptions for game pass okay so that's the only numbers the only stats that microsoft cares about right now they really don't care about consoles but if the shoe was on the other side and let's just say hypothetically the xbox console because you keep hearing news that they sold out in japan you don't know how many they were offered in japan it could be a low amount, and they base their stats on previous consoles. How you know? How did it work over there? You don't know how many, but they they, they sold out within minutes. That's what the uh, rumor. That's what everyone is saying. But if, like I said, if the shoe was on the other foot, and if Microsoft had more pre and if they feel and they feel strongly committed. And you know these guys know what the other camp is doing, all right. Somewhat, they would announce that, hey, you know, the Xbox Series S and X has outsold the PlayStation Five by two to one, by four to one, okay. But they're not going to do that, all right. And this is not, uh, this is not um, fanatic console, uh, fanatic fanboy, fanatic console fanboy, you know. Every generation, every era of these consoles, I get both of them anyway. And I feel like that's the best logical choice you should be you should be doing. You should continue to be doing because you know every console generation, there's going to be games that's going to be featured on one console that you're not going to get on the other console. There's going to be games that's going to be introduced first on one console that you're not going to get on the other console. That's why I said in all my videos and all my live, uh, uh, even in podcast episodes. There is a such thing as a primary console and a secondary console, and Microsoft is in in the primary slot in a lot of, I mean, I'm sorry, Sony is in the primary console slot for two to three plus generations, all right? And the secondary spot has been flip-flopping, okay? You know, Nintendo, Microsoft, Microsoft, Nintendo. All right. uh, yeah, PC is massive, okay? But when you're talking about casual gamers, console gamers, casual gamers are not going to go from one end to the next end. Now, all of a sudden, they want to get a PC. I feel like a lot of casual gamers don't want to deal with, uh, with PC gaming, all right? And they just want to just... And I think they casually play games, okay? They don't take... Uh their hobby that serious. Okay. So uh they rather prefer something that's we like I said earlier, we live in an instant mashed potato society. Everybody wants everything instant, everybody wants everything straight out the box, okay. And casual gamers prefer that's why casual gamers prefer consoles over PCs, okay. That's why casual gamers prefer smartphone tablets over PCs, okay. Simple, easy take it out the box, play it, all right? That's that's it, okay? So, nothing wrong with that theory. But with all that going on, there's a lot of people are suggesting that the PlayStation 5 is beating the drums off the Series S and X 4 to 1. This is look, this is before y'all take this and run, I'm, I'm about to state the obvious, all right? This is has not been proven to be the truth or this uh bad or this just not, I mean, this is false, okay? You know, but a lot of people are leaning towards this being true, that the PlayStation 5 is beating the drums off the Series X four to one. So then, and I and I even discussed this earlier in this uh, episode about how many consoles that are really out, okay, you know, for them to be four to one, that does, to me, that could be, well, PlayStation have some consoles and maybe Microsoft didn't make a lot of consoles or distribute a lot of consoles, maybe, you know... Uh, distribute a uh, uh, a number of consoles and maybe they're keeping the rest of them when um when you're able to uh pick up your pre-order they'll have consoles out the yin yang out of all these retail outlets websites wherever okay because you know microsoft uh, we have heard through the grapevine that microsoft is saving a lot of these consoles for preparation of launch day when you can get your pre-order Xbox S or X, all right So they'll have some sprinkled around all retail stores, websites, things of that nature. Now that story is not concrete. Nobody from Microsoft has stated that story to be 100% true or 100% false. okay, but right now we're working with we're working with uh, evidence, that we can't uh, concrete say is factual, all right? So, we're going to have to tread lightly on these two stories that I just, uh, I, you know, told you guys just a few minutes ago, all right? Tread lightly, all right? Because for all we know, this could be uh, uh, l- later on proven to be false, all right? But this is all that we have because Sony is not giving out any details Microsoft is not giving out any details. And I feel like the time they're going to start giving out details is launch day. Because they want to tally all the numbers. Then they send it out to the masses. This is what PlayStation is doing. XYZ. This is what Microsoft is doing. XYZ. Okay. So, with all this negative quote unquote negative news that really don't paint sony in the best light or in the best picture all right yet the pre-order numbers are are through the roof even with the setback with phase one and phase two a lot of people were not happy with both of those phases me included um you know, and a lot of that has to do with the retail outlets, the websites from the retail stores. You have people scalping, botting. Bought, yes, I know it has been going on uh, for a long, long time, but nevertheless, it happened. Okay? Not to make it excusable, but it happened. All right? Particularly, you know, and in, 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 in when people say that in the, in the other eras when this was, was happening... You didn't have a COVID crisis that you're trying to overcome. You didn't have the world pretty much shut down when it comes to working. A lot of people stayed home because a lot of businesses were trying to figure out how to continue uh, business in this rough patch of this COVID nightmare. So you didn't have all that stuff going on. Uh, through the other eras of console generations all right you may have experienced a health uh, a, you know a, a, you know in you know uh, unemployment you may have experienced education education hurting you may layoffs you may experienced all that in those other generations of consoles that came out back in the day but you didn't have to experience this COVID crisis this COVID crisis in itself is something that we haven't uh, experienced in 40 years 40 or 50 years so you can't compare this crisis to any other crisis in 40 years when we the Gulf Wars did not affect uh the process in making consoles all right uh when the war on terrorism did not affect how we made, uh, how we manufactured and sold consoles, all right, unemployment, okay, it didn't do that. Uh, health insurance, it it, it it didn't affect how they were still moving in the cons in the console business in the gaming industry, all right. But this COVID thing. This COVID nightmare has, and it also affect, it also affect even outside the gaming industry, okay? So this, you know, when a lot of people point, they don't realize, uh, you know, yeah, there was doing scalping back in the day. Yeah, there was doing bots back in the day. Yeah, all of that still remains true, but there was no COVID 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago, 40 years ago that's the main that's the main driving force on why a lot of businesses had to stop and remap and reconfigurate how they was going to do business moving forward all right And there was a moment of time where they suspended um, their, their work to figure this out. And that's what happened with uh, a lot of those warehouses that were manufacturing manufacturing these consoles, all right? You know, it's bad enough that they're making these consoles uh, and they're not even, you know, they're not even making a lot of money making these consoles, all right? It's bad enough that they're going into these uh, factories and manufacturing these consoles and they're not making a lot of money as far as manufacturing these consoles. Okay. That, that's already one element that you have to deal with and overcome. Now with this COVID. Now that makes that complex that. Okay. So. During all this. The Sony uh, PlayStation 5. Is sold out. Sold out. It's a must have item. And. And. Like I said in my other, uh, you know, live streams and um, podcast episodes, I felt like Microsoft and Sony should unite and just say, look, we're going to delay our consoles until uh, we get a little bit better in a lot of countries. Just a little bit better. Not fully better, but a little bit better. Things are improving, but they're not to the point where we're halfway or 75% there. I feel like in some states, you may see 50% progress. You may see 75% progress. But in other states, they're still uh, hanging on uh, 30%, 40%. And and even around the world, there's a lot of uh, uh, areas in the world that's still struggling with this COVID nightmare. So you have to factor in the world, the global world, not just the United States, not just Japan, the world, okay? And I feel like this COVID nightmare, I mean, this COVID, uh, I mean, a lot of people are trying to overcome this. A lot of countries are trying to overcome this, and it's going to take time, all right? But nevertheless, I felt like Microsoft and Sony should have gotten behind door and say look here we're going to make a pact with one another and uh, we're going to hold off we're going to stand back on um, bringing out consoles this year. Maybe uh, let's do it sometime next year. Maybe the world will be a little bit better and then that will give us enough flexibility to uh, make more consoles to meet Somewhat of the demand, because as of right now, they're not even meeting ten percent of the demand. They're not. If you think that they met fifty percent of the demand, you're, you're fooling yourself. They're they're barely scratching the surface on the demand, and I, and I say it's about ten percent of the demand. When you talk about, um and it doesn't matter if you're talking about Sony, Microsoft or Nintendo. You can't even find a Switch. And that's been out. You think they stopped making Switches? No. They're making Switches, but they're not making them at they're not producing them in a fast allocated amount. Due to this COVID pandemic. They can't meet the demand. They just can't. I think, uh, like I said, they, and you know, and I know a lot of people are going to say, well, what about Nintendo? Should Nintendo be at those hearings when Microsoft and uh, Sony talk now? Because they're not introducing no next gen hardware other than the light, the Switch light, but that's been out for a minute. But as far as next gen go, no. Why? Makes no sense. You, you should have Microsoft and Sony, uh, uh, you know, agree to, let's just delay these consoles. I'm not saying delay them until next holiday season, but delay them until, uh, as far as the global world it goes, it's, it's a lot better than what it is now. And you will have enough time to manufacture more consoles, meaning you would meet somewhat of your demands. 10%, meeting meeting 10% of your demands is a bad thing. That means 90% of your consumer base is unhappy with you, that they couldn't get it. And they're doing this at a worse time, the holiday season. To meet 10%, now people are desperate, now people are uh, ag agitated. Now people are upset. They're mad, uh, and now you know. And and you know, well, you got two sides. You got two different ty- types of people. You got people that are mad, upset at Sony or Microsoft or their retailer. You know, they're gonna take it out on the retailer because that's the only person they that they can have contact with. And the retailers are gonna say, look. Uh, and, and, and right now the retailers are saying, look, this is, you know, we're ordering them, but they're not giving it to us. All right. Uh, you know, that's really Sony and Microsoft call. We have nothing to do with it, which is true, but a blind man customer is not going to understand nor see that. All right. It's the same situation when the COVID pandemic was starting in its early stages People had a hard time finding bleach, uh, hand sanitizer, disinfectant spray, paper towels, toilet paper, and the world went bizarro crazy on those items. And people did not understand that it's not the retailer's fault that the shelves were empty. It's a two-parter. One, you had people hoarding. Yeah, people hoarding these items. Okay. Then you had uh, you talking about the manufacturers. They don't have enough people there to manufacture these items. No matter how many times you order it, they're only going to give you a certain amount because that's as much that's as as much as it can make. And, and in the early stages, people had a struggle finding these things. You had the uh, senior citizens talking about we should have a senior citizen day. You had people that were sick saying y'all should have a day where. Uh, you know where we're allowed to uh, have them, or when we order them online, it should be some allocated for us. Okay, in the beginning stages, but then look what happens uh, from the beginning of the COVID nightmare to now, what we're doing now to today. Slowly but surely, a lot of manufacturers are getting back fully functional. Okay. Where they have enough uh, personnel to address the orders, and now they're uh, they're accommodating these orders a lot better than what they was doing, excuse me, what they was doing in the beginning of the COVID uh, pandemic. And I felt like when it came to what's important in society, list. The gaming industry was uh, is like at the bottom of the list. They, you know, there was a lot of things that were more important than gaming, alright? And I feel like now when you look at the list, they're checking off everybody off the list, and now they just now checked off gaming. And now gamers, and now when you talk about the gaming industry, they're in the same phase like Clorox and and uh, you know uh, uh, the people, uh, Lysol, and all those people that makes the wipes, disinfectant spray, bleach, paper towels, Bounty, all that stuff. They're at the beginning stages of this, just like th- like those outlets were, of five or six, seven months ago. All right. So now they're they're getting in. They're slowly but surely trying to meet demand. And I feel like, as of right now, they're 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 meeting the demand of ten percent of the population who who wants these items. That's not good, folks. And I've been campaigning, you know, maybe the you know Microsoft and Sony should have delayed their, and that's why earlier you didn't have a release date for Microsoft nor Sony. And as the weeks and the months went on, I was thinking, well, maybe they're going to hold back until next year. But when Microsoft was saying to themselves, we don't know what Sony's doing, Microsoft had to be aggressive and say, "Okay, let's just go ahead and have a release date. And then Sony followed suit. I felt like if both of them were in some in talks, in agreements they would both hold these consoles release dates a little bit longer so to me i feel like microsoft uh, and sony really dropped the ball on this um and but yet like the beginning of this episode look when it's all said and done uh, it's not slowing the progression of people and or the demand for the PlayStation 5. The PlayStation 5 is it's going to be one of those hot items everybody's going to want, but not everybody's going to get. Alright? Uh, the only thing that's going to slow the PlayStation 5 is the PlayStation 5, right? But, that's all I got. I feel as far as the quote-unquote, excuse me, monopoly of Microsoft. People are scared that with Microsoft have a gazillion dollars, they can buy out the gaming industry. Look, the gaming industry is healthy, and the gaming industry is is massive. One entity cannot buy. The whole gaming industry no matter how many publishers and studios or developers microsoft bad i mean microsoft uh, buy they're not going to have any type of flexibility as far as capitalism and controlling the market or controlling or having a monopoly in the gaming industry the 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 gaming industry is too massive too important and is is healthier Okay. There's a lot of companies that are more healthier than Bethesda, all right? But the Bethesda, if you've been following them, they've been struggling for the pet but Beth- the the Bethesda Microsoft have is not the same Bethesda they ha- that that was 15 years ago. Them days are long gone, all right? I'm not saying Bethesda is a bad uh, developer a bad studio a bad they're they're, they're none of that it's just recent history shows that you know a lot of their games are are are, you know when when they come out the box they're not good games and it could be for the simple fact that they're buggy i feel like a lot of their games are like the same games Uh, now I feel like Elder Scrolls has a massive following. Fallout has a massive following, okay? But, I feel like the majority of that massive following is from the PC side of things. I do think console gamers, uh, play those games, but I think it's mostly the PC crowd. And, uh, you know, Bethesda has made a lot of decisions that did not, uh, benefit bethesda and there's a reason why they were uh that they were uh sold it was the the reason why they were sold is because of the recent activity bethesda has done thus far making their grave digging their hole a lot deeper and a lot bigger all right so much so that if this deal did not happen there was a possibility of closing the doors down at bethesda And uh, splitting the IPs up and selling the IPs to the highest bidder. Okay, that's the choices Bethesda had. Either Microsoft buys them or they close their doors down and their IPs just they sell it, they just break off their IPs, you know, similar to what Sega did. That was the future of Bethesda. Bethesda was not healthy enough to stop what was going to ultimately happen, all right? That was going to happen. So Bethesda is not a healthy company by any stretch of the imagination. I felt like uh, Microsoft was going to, uh, and, and, and and this happens uh, in the gaming history. There's a lot of companies that struggle. Square Enix struggled at one time, and Sony helped them out. That's why they have a great relationship, okay, and vice versa. Square Enix also helps Sony out, you know, in its in some of its darkest times, okay. Uh, but it has happened with other companies, and then, but but normally companies that have issues or have problems, you know, you know, if, uh, one decision move or, or, or getting help from another uh, company and you still remaining uh, somewhat independent. That company does not fully own you. Yeah, you know, that happens, but, 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 the, but with Bethesda, they were a dying company. Okay, they was on life support. Okay, They were like a minute away from expiring, the doors closing, and let's just uh, sell these IPs to the highest bidder, bidder, and let's just get our money and run, okay? Because of a lot of things Bethesda has done in the past four to five years. Once again, Microsoft, and I've stated this, the Bethesda Microsoft got, has gotten, has gotten, is not the same Bethesda 15 years ago. And that's not to discredit the purchase. I feel like this is a huge successful purchase for Microsoft. People that say Microsoft has no games, Microsoft has no games. Uh, now you can't say that no more. All right. Microsoft has games. Microsoft has studios. Okay. Microsoft has a lot of IPs. They have more IPs than Sony. They have more studios than Sony. That's all good in the grand scheme of things. When you look at it from the perspective as a child and just look at the numbers, okay? Well, you know, Microsoft has like 30 plus studios. Sony only has 10 plus studios, okay? Ha 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 ha. ha. Yeah, yeah you, yeah, you look at that, but then when you peel back the numbers and you start looking at these uh, studios internally, Microsoft, uh, Sony still have better studios than Microsoft have more proven studios than Microsoft. I feel like Microsoft, with some of the studios they did not acquired, are in their experimental phases. We don't know if the, what they're going to come out is going to be something that everyone's going to gravitate to or something that's going to be like a crackdown. Okay? So, we don't know, alright? So, you have to give it time. You have to... Let them, let's see what they, uh, with this Bethesda deal, let's see what, how these IPs hold up uh, with Game Pass. Let's see how many people are going to download these games. Let's see how, how so many people are going to continue supporting these games. Uh, we don't know. Now, the narrative now is, well, Microsoft has old games. The Xbox Series X is not going to release any new content for their launch lineup. Matter of fact, they're going to have a bunch of games that have already been proven, has already been, uh, played, they're, they're, they're going to be older games, but they're going to have 4k, trade ration, uh, all that jazz, you know, you know, resolution and, and yeah. Okay. Yeah. But it's the same damn game. And I'm pretty sure people are going to uh, replay, revisit a lot of these games. All right. And I'm not bashing on Microsoft, but Typically when people buy next gen games, they get next-gen games because of next gen software. Next, you know, I mean, when they buy next-gen consoles, they want to play next-gen games, next-gen console, they want to experience new experiences. Okay. You know, that's just my opinion. All right. Um, so the Microsoft purchase is a huge the bit the Bethesda purchase was huge for Microsoft. I felt like they paid way too much money for that acquisition. I felt like they were bidding with themselves. Nobody wanted Bethesda on that level. Uh Nintendo would probably take one or two of those IPs instead of the whole uh the whole enchilada. Uh Sony would have probably acquired uh one or two of those IPs. They don't want the whole bag. Sony was willing to take the whole bag internal. And they was they overspent. They overpaid. They overflexed. Okay. And they just got the whole thing. But truth be truth be known. Uh, how these games are going to resonate on Game Pass. And how these games are going to be developed uh, moving forward no one really knows and is the consumer audience that purchased games i mean game pass are they even going to try these games and if they're going to try these games are they going to be long term supporters of these games are they going to constantly play these games we really don't know the answers to none of them questions we have to wait three years down the road by the way three years down the road so you acquired something and you're not going to experience any new uh, software IPs until three years down the road. But, when you look at uh, the next-gen consoles, the, the PS5 and the Series XS, S and X, uh, there has been, you know, you're not going to experience any next, you no know, real massive amount of next-gen games from, from either of those consoles to two years down the road. So, a lot of PlayStation 5 games, you'll be able to play those same games on the PlayStation 4. So, are these games are next-gen games, or are they are enhanced current-gen games that you can play on either console? That's the question. We won't know until we finally get our hands on these games, until we finally compare the PlayStation 4 Pro version with the PlayStation 5 version of Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Okay? So, we we, we won't know until we get our hands on that game. Right, so I mean, at the end of the day, this has not changed the demand for the PlayStation 5. With all of this, these storylines, it has not changed how people still are. In line, spending all night long, uh, staying out, camping out for PlayStation 5. People still wanting a PlayStation 5. It has not changed, folks. Even with this massive, important deal that Microsoft has made. And um, they also did a move where EA Play uh, is going to be integrated with Game Pass. Those two moves alone are massive. Okay, they post those two moves alone, supposed to shift the perspective of the series X and S. And yet, with those two moves alone, they couldn't pull away consumers that are still interested in the PlayStation 5. Funny how that works. These are very successful power play moves. But yet, when you compare these moves... As far as new consumers or current consumers that want the PlayStation 5... It didn't push the needle south. It didn't. It did But, like I said, uh, we won't... We won't really know... About these moves until we get the numbers. And a lot of analysts are saying that the PlayStation 5 is already four to one with uh, the series console. But, like I said earlier in this presentation, we don't know how many consoles uh, Microsoft has manufactured, and we don't know how many consoles that they sent out. Same situation. With Sony, so this four-to-one margin margin could be very important moving forward, but it can also mean uh, insignificant. But we won't know none of these numbers until both of them are released, and that's when we'll know. That's like two or three months away, so that's going to be something juicy that a lot of these fanboys are going to be talking about on either side Sony or Microsoft, okay but to my original uh, episode, to this original topic, this uh, original rant this fire and grimstone, doom and gloom, people with these aluminum tinfoil hats on reading the tea leaves long, the possibility of Microsoft Having a monopoly in the gaming industry, I feel like that is false news, negative news, bad news, because the gaming industry is healthy. Even through the corona crisis, it's still healthy. A lot of studios, publishers, and developers are striving. All right. Uh, You know, a lot of products were, you know, when a lot of people were quarantined, a lot of these games got a second win the second light with a lot of new consumers or current consumers. I think if anything, the casual market has done increase with the consumer base and the hardcore market when it comes to hardcore gamers are shrinking yet again. Well, that's another time. That's another day. And like I said, this was another. I said this a couple of weeks ago. I said this is an argument for another time and another day. This is the day I was going to do this. Um, a lot of people are not going to agree with what I said. A lot of people are going to poke holes, going to try to uh, change the narrative, change the thought process, change the argument uh, to fit their narrative, but. Uh, if you look at this, uh, uh, if you look at this fully, uh, it, it, it everything lines up to what I just said, guys. I'm up out of here. It's your boy, the host with the most. Hope everyone has a lovely, productive week. Uh, you probably won't hear from me until next week, unless something major drops i guess i could do an episode on the uh, uh presidential elections but like i told you guys i will be doing that on my youtube channel and that's i'm chrisadon1 on youtube uh go check them out go go cop your boy there you can also check me out on facebook you can also check me out on tiktok uh instagram twitter uh, just subscribe and enjoy the content if you are a diehard fan of me, if you don squad for life, uh just uh check me out on those other uh things, okay? So it's your boy the host with the most. I'm up out of here. Outro